Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you Inky Savages are joining us for this week's episode of the Penboy Boy Pentertainment Podcast. This is episode number 184. Before I get into the sponsorships, I want to talk to you about my buddy. And my buddy has a website, right? Now, this is not sponsored because I feel like it's a serious subject. It's about mental health awareness, because I think mental health is one of those things that I think people in certain industries and actually across all industries have a difficult time talking about, right? So sometimes people are afflicted with some sort of mental health problems. They don't want to admit it to themselves, but I think it's important that there's some awareness. Again, this is not sponsored, but the website is called goodtheorywellness.com. I think it's a very clever name because my friend... His name is Lyman Good. He is known for his UFC fighting career as well as being an excellent martial arts instructor under the school academy, Tiger Shulman's. That's also where I was an instructor before my current career. It was also where I got my black belt. I loved teaching. And one of the biggest things is you know a lot of people that go through certain mental health problems and a lot of times because they don't talk about it you don't know it exists for them you don't know what they're going through and you don't have any idea and it surprises you when you find out a buddy of yours takes his own life right that's happened several times with friends of mine that are no longer and every single time I always said to myself, holy cow, I had no idea that he was going through problems. I didn't know he had problems. I didn't know that there was something going on in his life. He never talked about it. And there's not a, a thing you can do for someone if you don't know they're going through something, right? So this website is about encouraging people to explore mental health. It's about exploring how you're feeling and dealing or coping with things, which is not easy to accept personally. So check out goodtheorywellness.com. So I think it's clever because his name is Lyman Good. Good Theory. I don't know. I think it's really clever. It sounds good on its own, even if his last name is not good, but it's good. It works. Right. It's like good it. because his name is actually good. Yeah. And like I said, he's a, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine. He, I've known him for, gee, for, for almost 20 years now. He is probably the most physically fit and most disciplined fighter athlete I've ever met. I had no idea that he had a difficult time in, in the past, and I had no idea he was coping with the issues that he was coping with. So he did also agree to be on the show later on to talk about these things, and I think that it's important. Cool. I think it's definitely something worth mentioning. So check out goodtheorywellness.com, and then you can also check out his YouTube channel. He's got a YouTube and, channel. Yeah, he's got a YouTube channel where he does a podcast about mental health awareness as well as Very an Instagram. Cool. So the Instagram is called, let me click on it, it's called at good.theory. Okay, so he posts a lot of videos there and whatnot. He's an extreme phenom when it comes to athleticism. Super disciplined. A quiet guy who's extremely artistic in creativity and everything like that. And then he's also 
a monster when it comes to fighting. I think that if he's at 3% body fat, then he he's he's living on the chubbier side of his life. He's just a genetic phenom. And this is one of those, you know, he's one of those friends that I had no idea had any kind of a difficulty dealing with anything. I just mm-hmm. found this out recently and he got through it. Nice. And he was able to get through it. It wasn't an easy journey and he wants to help other people get through it as well. And that's why he started this good theory website. It's why he started this Instagram and podcast and YouTube channel. And I think that it's really admirable that he's able to do that because in his industry of mixed martial arts, everybody's a tough guy. It's not easy for someone in that field to talk about difficulties they're going through or emotional coping and whatnot, right? And there's a lot of industries out there where if you're dealing with something, you got to just keep it on the down low. You got to keep it quiet. There's a stigma against mental, you know, like mental wellness is kind of considered like, oh, well, it's like, oh, you just tough it out, you know? Right. But that's not really not the case. It's kind of just putting a mask over it and, you know, hoping for the best, but that problem doesn't go away, so. Right. And there's a lot of industries out there where people deal with all sorts of trauma or things that are difficult to cope with. Police, firemen, EMTs, military, professional fighters. Mm-hmm. But it's not just those things. It could You could be a librarian who had a difficult childhood and there are things that are creeping up on you because of it and you have, you have to learn how to identify it and cope with it. So that's what the website is all about. So check it out. You don't realize as we speak, there's people who are considering suicide or who've already done the part. We've lost way too many good people to the lack of conversation. There's so many stigmas surrounding purely opening up. Vulnerability has to happen in order for there to be healing. I want to have guests that are going to be on the show who have other fields of experience and through those experiences, other traumas and other things that other people feel. I was never in the military, but I do understand because I train a lot of military personnel. There's a whole other world. There's so much happening there that is not discussed, that needs conversation, especially in these fields where it's so masculine and so power driven that there's no room for a conversation. The, the power of what you're capable of is unimaginable. The happiness that you, you wish you could live lies on the other side of healing. On to the people who paid money for me to talk about stuff. We're going to talk about the Alchemy ink bottles. All right, ink bottles, they just got a whole lot more exciting. And Luxury Brands of America is introducing the new Alchemy Fountain Pen Ink Collection from Endless Stationery. With their fun-shaped bottle and a double-sided base, you can either play with your ink bottle on your desk or flip the cork base over to stand the bottle upright to fill your favorite pen. Each bottle comes with a story of inspiration of the alchemist's ability to wield each ink. Come with us on a journey to discover the new world of alchemy inks from Endless Stationery. Now, this is important. 
all of the Endless Alchemy inks are suitable for use in fountain pens and dip pens. That's like selling selling like a food product and saying all food products are is edible suitable for yeah suitable for human consumption, right? Like it goes without saying. Yes, it is definitely fountain pen ink, so you don't have to worry about the the ink not being fountain pen friendly, particularly mm-hmm. since it's called fountain pen ink. Alrighty, and then there are also the Rainforest limited edition. Retro 51 from Luxury Brands. It's a it's a tornado pen. It's an exclusive, and it has animals of the rainforest wrapping around the pen and a tree frog perched on the finial. This Retro 51 is sure to be one of a kind. This time, it really is just one of a kind. Now, here's the cool thing. The portion of the proceeds from the purchase of this pen will be donated to the Rainforest Trust to help protect endangered animals and landscapes around the world. They're limited to 500 pieces, which are still available, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be reading this. So please pick them up so I can stop reading it, because when they sell out, they don't need me to read it anymore, right? So I'm actually getting tired of reading it. zero of a kind, because then it's gone. (laughs) Right, So, so please pick that up, so that way I don't have to read this again, okay? I definitely appreciate it. The rainforest animals appreciate it, and luxury brands of America would appreciate it. Now, of course, we can't forget to mention my affiliate link that you guys are using, which I very much appreciate. The affiliate link in the description below is to Gold Spot Pens. Please use that affiliate link to make all your Gold Spot Pen purchases and help out the Pentertainment Studios. But also, don't forget to use coupon code. I forgot what the code was this week. Titanium. Don't forget to use coupon code TITANIUM at checkout for an additional savings on most of the products on the Gold Spot website. It's a good thing I did this with you, Tom. I was going to actually try to save you time and not do the sponsorship reads (laughs) with you so that way you're not sitting here just waiting. But then again, I was thinking to myself, you know what? You know so much about Sometimes I come in with these like clever or helpful little tidbits. And since Mm -hmm. I'm paying attention, I'm right there with you. So Yeah. So it's a good thing. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Check out the affiliate link in the description below. Use coupon code TITANIUM. Don't forget to buy yourself the Retro 51 Rainforest Tornado Ballpoint slash Rollerball Pen. And, of course, check out Good Theory on Instagram and watch his videos and podcasts. I'm telling you, it's like his third episode, but his production blows ours out of the water. But then again, oh, at the same time. I got to check it out now. Yeah, subject matter is, is at the same time way heavier, so there's more at stake. And he also hires and spends a lot of money on a recording. It's not a dozen dollar a year corporation. No, it's not a multi dozen dollar a year corporation. He's spending thousands of dollars a month to have a crew come in, record it, edit it, and do all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, and he's doing all of this out of his personal income, his own personal investment. He tries to supplement it using his website with merch and products and stuff like that, which I will go and purchase some t-shirts and wear it on the next episode. And I want to make sure that I support him because he's a good guy, uh, a ferocious fighter. And he was one of the guys that went through the whole martial arts instructor training for years with me. I went Mm -hmm. through with him. We were instructors together. And I think that he's a fantastic person. And I'm actually saddened to know that he was going through so much and I had no idea. And he didn't at the time have an ability or a way to communicate it. 
-hmm. And I'm grateful that he was able to make it through. It's not something that a lot of people can do. And we lose a lot of people unnecessarily for that reason. So check out Good Theory on Instagram. Check out his website. And please check out his YouTube channel. All right. So thanks again for joining us for episode number 184 of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. I do need to talk about a pen that I just dug up and started using again for its durability because of its ability to write and because of how tough it is, which is durability, I'm repeating myself, and because of its uniqueness. It's made in America. Stay tuned to find out what pen it is, in fact, that I am talking about. But before we get started with this week's episode of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast, I want to give you guys a quick disclaimer. This podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I. Mostly from me, so be forewarned, you have been warned. Now, on to the podcast. The Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. Stage So, you remember this bottle? The greatest oh, and best I... water bottle how could ever I created? in the history yes. of anything ever created ever that was that right around the time that we did that ridiculous sticker promotion for Astorbrook as well i think, I think it that was, was this... around the same time no i think it was around the same time but it was after it, there was a good yeah, amount was... of time in between that sticker promotion was fun but this water bottle mm -hmm. i don't know what brand makes it i know it was an Astorbrook promotional bottle and in collaboration with gold spot pens as well mm -hmm. as myself but I got to tell you, man, this bottle has been through hell and back with me. I got nailed Does with it a brick. Does it keep? Do you right like, on the bottle? And this you bottle. You got hit with a brick on it? I got hit with a brick. And bottle is good. Like, it's, nice. it's, it's my water bottle. I, I take it around with me. It's, I take it around. Does it keep the contents cold? For yes, a long time? it does. Okay. It certainly does. Uh, at least two days. I threw water in there that was cold, and then two days later, it was still cold, that kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, the sticker stuff is, like, getting scratched off, but this no, but fucking it's, bottle... It's like a patina. It's like it shows its wear, you know? Yeah, but this bottle has been through hell and back, and I love this bottle. I you know, nice. And the only thing is I wish that the lid... I wish they had some sort of lid retention mechanism, right? So, like, if you just take the lid off and drop the lid, it'll just right. hang. It doesn't yeah. do that. So, no. you know, you have to make sure you don't lose the, the lid. And but so the, far, you have done exceptionally well with that, my friend. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm lid. shocked. Shocked yeah. that I did Give that lose. to my 14-year-old daughter for about a week, and let's see how it does after that, because she puts bottles through hell. Now, you're not getting hit with bricks with it, but she destroys water bottles constantly. Right, but give anything yeah. to a 14-year-old and they'll, <laughs> they'll destroy it, right? Isn't that, like, just the nature of for, being 14, yeah, being a kid? Pretty much, pretty much. Right. My, my, my buddy had bought the same dining room table as us way back in the day. Mm -hmm. And his, for the longest time, because he was just a, a swinging, single bachelor guy just living by himself... His table looked pristine while mine was going through World War Three. Like, it was hmm. getting, you know, the cars were being run on it. So, like, you see the finishes all messed up and everything. So, just the other day, I go over to his house. He's like, Tom, it's time. Because now he's got two young kids. Mm -hmm. So, he's like, Tom, now it's time that mine's starting to look like yours. Hmm. <laughs> it's those damn it's kids, funny. man. Damn kids. So, I did want to talk about a fountain pen today. 
And the fountain pen I want to talk about is this puppy here. It's going to be hard to see what it is. Oh, you got a puppy. If I don't, if I, yeah, look at that. Look at that. It's look a at that. gold puppy. Yeah, no, it's oh. not gold. This is made of brass. That's the Karis Customs. This is the Karis Pen Company. This is, I forgot what model it's called. Do you remember what model it's called? The Model Model Ink, I think it is, or something I like think that? it is the I Model forget. Ink, yeah. I love this made of brass. Brass is antimicrobial, which was, mm. you know, a good reason to get it back when, in 2020, when COVID was, was a problem for everybody. Antimicrobial was something that, all of a sudden, everybody was talking about. Everybody was aware of it. But I kind of had this pen sitting around. I didn't really use it that much. I used it when I got it. And then I found it recently, and I'm like, how come I haven't used this thing? This thing is awesome. Yeah, like, it's it's so heavy. I love that. It's made of brass. I can throw it in my pocket with my keys. I can. I don't have to worry about it getting scuffed up, scratched. If I drop it, then I'm more worried about the tile that I dropped it on than I am about the pen. And then it also has a stainless steel Karis branded nib, number six size nib. Now this is a Bach nib, it has the Bach feed, right. Bach nib unit and everything like that. Mm -hmm. This one's an extra fine. But what I have found was the writing out of the box back then and currently is just spanking. I love the scritchiness. I love the bounciness because I think that Bach nibs have a slight bouncier quality to it than Yovo nibs. Right. And I do appreciate the Bach nibs for that. I also think that the thickness of the nib, and I'm not talking about the nib tip. I'm talking about the actual thickness of the actual whole nib is a little thinner than a uh, Yovo nib. And because of that, it has that bouncy quality to it. So I, I personally very much like this pen. I filled it with Noodler's Black because if I have to sign documents and you're, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're, you're a fan of using that bulletproof or waterproof, document-proof type of ink. Right, because I don't work. want people lifting the ink off my checks or my documents, changing mm -hmm. what was written or doing any of that shit. I don't want that shit happening at all. I want to make sure that if I write something down, it stays. It is what it is, and no one can change it. If it goes to court, it'll hold up. That's the big thing for me, right? So I have the Noodler's ink in here, the Noodler's black. So these pens, they're, they're made by the Keras Pen Company. They used to be called Keras Customs, but if you type in kerascustoms.com, it'll automatically redirect to Keras Pen Company, which is, okay. you know, it's cool. The pens are all a bunch of different prices because different materials cost different amounts, right? So I think I paid what, I think it was, a, I had like a coupon code, so I paid 130 something. They had actually sent me two different pens, one out of brass and one out of copper. They sent me this model out of copper, which I did a giveaway on, and I ended up giving that away. The copper one is really cool also. The thing about the copper one that I didn't like as much was that copper patinas quickly definitely quicker than brass and then okay. as you hold it that patina starts to wipe off and your pen starts to look pink again it doesn't keep the patina like like for example this is the monte grappa right copper mule. mule copper mule. look how patinaed this one is but it's got some patina yeah but i like to hold my pens and twist them and i like to just mess around with them if i keep doing that eventually this thing is going to look pink again and then mm -hmm. on top of that copper has a weird smell that 
for like some a, reason I, like a penny like smell right. yeah penny. it has like yeah. this smell that gets on your hands and then while you're riding you can smell it and a lot of people probably won't care about that or won't be bothered by it at all but for some reason that smell of copper bothers me enough that i'm like oh i don't want to use this pen it, but okay. what i did like about the copper version of this Keras pen company pen the ink is that it is definitely heavier and i love how heavy it was so but you've got no patina on that brass whatsoever it looks like listen right? like it's got some aging but brass takes a longer time to patina than copper does mm -hmm. it looks so, like it's pretty well polished like it's almost brand new um not really if you know you're looking at it on camera yeah. but if you look at it here there's definitely there's some definitely it, it doesn't look and... like completely brand new but okay. I like it. I like it a lot. I like the weight. I like how it writes. I like what they did also. I know back in the day they didn't have this, but on the inside of the cap, there's like a small O-ring, and that mm -hmm. small O-ring seals it off, prevents it from drying, and then as you close it, it gets that snug stop, right? So mm -hmm. with the older versions without the O-ring, after you close it, if you were to like bang into it a little bit, it just loses grip of the threads and then unscrews a little bit right and that kind of drives me nuts this oh, one yeah. it just a snug squeeze and stops i like it i like it a lot so i've been using this i'm not worried about it getting banged up i'm not worried about something hitting it scratching it i'm not worried about it getting crushed i can throw it in my pocket with my keys with my change it doesn't matter it's it's all yeah. good i mean same for the copper mule as long as i've had this pen when i did use it i put it in my pocket with my keys because I don't mind it getting that aged look that like antique look about it. Yeah. Like and a well-worn pair of jeans it just has right. a very like old soul about it. Right. In a good way, not in the shit in your yeah. pants and then just sit on it anyway right. type look. Not right. That... Because you know, old jeans that you shit in versus old jeans that you don't shit in are two separate things. Do not yes. confuse the two. Two different departments of the clothing store yes. entirely. Yes, right, right. So, like, me, I'll keep well-worn old jeans around, but if I shit in it, I will not keep mm -hmm. it around. It's probably just if going I into the garbage. If I split my jeans in half by, like, just kind of, you know, like, is it get worn after a while and I accidentally, like, pull on a pocket or something and just splits in half... Then I will turn them into shorts. Then right. once those split again, then I will turn them into like chaps or something, assless chaps mm. perhaps. Uh, but then when they split yet another time, maybe mm -hmm. then I shall use them as rags to clean things. And mm. then once they split even more, then I finally throw them away. I see. I see. So what's 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 on your radar nowadays in terms of fountain pens? What have you been rocking? What have you been using recently? Um, I've been using I, I've inked up a bunch of pens to do a video with and I happen to have one of them nearby, which is the uh Pelican Souverain eight hundred and the Blue O Blue. I don't know you that. had that pen. I had this um so this was part of that batch of Pelicans that they reintroduced. Well, mm. not reintroduced, but they found extra stock of. And right. this was actually originally introduced back in 2010. And then retailers were, pen. were able to get a very small amount of a lot of these different special editions. And I picked this one up because I liked the blue and the gold 
Uh, and I love the fact that they make them, you know, this is like an acrylic material, semi-translucent. Mm-hmm. And I've always been eyeing an 800. They just, I had to find one that was going to just click with me, whether it be a special edition that comes out in the near future or whatever. But mm-hmm. then when this opportunity came, I was like, you know what? This is great because, you know, I know I've like, I seen this pen before. I remember when we, when, when Goldspot originally sold this pen and, you know, thinking it's like, oh, you know, did I miss out on it? It's like, I guess mm. I don't have to miss out on it. So, right. But Vibrant Blue was very close to that too. Vibrant, I thought Vibrant. That's what I, that's what I actually thought it was. But... Yeah. The Vibrant Blue. So the, the, this is more toned down of a color of pen. The Vibrant Blue is more of a turquoisey sort of acrylic and it's, it's more marbly. F- yeah. Yeah. It's, it's more marbly. Right? And then it also has silver trim instead of the gold trim. So mm. I think that was really my main thing was that I wanted to get the silver trim and I also wanted to get the bicolor nib. I, I mean, I wanted to get the gold trim and the bicolor nib. So that that was my main thing with it. I, I mean, it, the blue, I love either blue. I would have been fine with either the turquoise or the, the darker blue with the blue blue. But I really wanted to have the gold trim and the bicolor uh, nib. What so. was what were what are those selling for the the relaunch of them? They they're they're about like eight hundred or so. Jesus. So I guess they so, still yeah. haven't fixed the whole pricing problem, huh? No, I mean uh, sometimes you get a great deal. Like for example, a more recent introduction, the Green Demo eight hundred, mm-hmm. is now on sale at fifty percent off at four hundred forty dollars. Mm-hmm. So I know that's one of the the best sellers right now because they were they said you know what we're dropping the price on it what this is chart pack distributors for Pelican here in the states they dropped the they allowed us to buy allowed Goldspot to buy more at a cheaper price so then like Goldspot's able to sell them at the at a at a really fair price I'm, I say it's like I wish that they were like this all the time because I think for four hundred forty dollars it's a great buy. 18 karat mm-hmm. gold nib, piston fill pen. You know, it's a great construction. The piston mechanism is flawless. It's one of my mm-hmm. favorite piston mechanisms because it's just so smooth. It just operates mm. and it's just, it just doesn't quit. At $800, though, it's kind of a stretch. But that's where they sure. list all of these things nowadays. The, all the Suvran, new Suvran models are like $880. And it, that's just, at that point, it just seems really, really up there. But I mean, it does yeah. compete then with like, the king of pen and you know you have urushi models like the, the the pilot custom stuff it's just like it's just like but that's just i don't know i i i see that pelican is up there in terms of quality and prestige but i still you know i still feel like it shouldn't be that expensive i agree with especially you. if I'm you have the european the... De- dealer selling them cheaper too yeah, I'm looking so. at the pricing for the 800 standard 800s are looking at about 450 about, right? So the let's see. The Pelican Souvran M800 in red and black with gold trim 591. But then you have okay, the blue one is 590. There's so many variances in prices. Then you have the yeah. M800 in black and blue with gold trim that's 655. It it's like they're throwing darts at a dartboard with prices and then that's how the prices come up then you have the m800 in black and green that's 583 the vibrant blue oh the vibrant blue that you were just talking about is 880 oh jeez and then the blue o blue is 880 also 
Oh, man. The Blue Dunes looks nice also. That's also $880. And then, of course, the Green Demonstrator is $440. Yeah, that's, that's it's such a good price for it. Uh, I mean, comparing to everything else, it's it just, you know, for the same pedigree, the same nib, the same mm -hmm. piston mechanism, it's just... Yeah, I just wish that they were all like that. It's just a, yeah. a, at that price point, be selling plenty of Souverain 800s. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Souverain 800 is a really nice pen. Let's take a look at a European seller. Yeah. Oh shit! Look at this. I'm I'm actually surprised because if you look at, for example, the website iguanas iguanacell dot com. Uh huh. Okay. The price for the Pelican Souverain M800 in green is 574. That's not that far off. Yeah, no, it's not. Maybe they did fix this because on Gold Spot it's 583, hmm. right? So that's like within ten dollars. That's within a ten dollar difference. Usually too. the discrepancy is a lot worse. Where yeah, it's, like I know, remember a time like two hundred dollars worse. Yeah, so like, see, but maybe. Gary Lang from Chart Pack did fix something because if you think about it, it's within a $10 difference. So should I get it from Madrid or should I get it from New Jersey? Being a resident of the United States, I would get it from New Jersey. I would definitely get it from a U.S. retailer, mm -hmm. right? Because that, that, would, that would definitely behoove me, for one, because of shipping costs and also because of the ability to get the pen fixed if I needed to by sending it back to Goldspot. Mm -hmm. I can just send it one state over as opposed to a different continent. So I'm actually impressed. I'm actually surprised. Maybe he did fix it because it doesn't look to me like there's that huge, the discrepancy used to be hundreds of dollars, mm. right? So Iguana Cell would sell it for 500 and you guys would be selling it for 800. It's not right. the case anymore. Holy bejesus. Holy moly. Uh, Holy actually, moly. I, I want to bring up one of the more recent Pelican releases that has been just doing phenomenally and is just an amazing design that they produced was the 600 in the art collection, the Glosso Cambone special edition pen. And this was something that first saw at DC where mm -hmm. they used a, they kind of did like a, like a Waldman sort of thing, uh, where they, instead of just using cellulose acetate for the barrel, they made a brass sleeve, I mm -hmm. believe it is, a, a metal sleeve, and then they did the guilloche pattern on it, and then overlaid lacquer to then create like multicolored effects on it that matches a poster art from way back in the day when they had mm -hmm. advertisements for Pelican, and they did like a poster art contest. So the the pen itself the barrel has a really cool sort of almost like a lenticular sort of effect on it where it's like you look at it in the light and it kind of shines and changes its shade and color uh, but the colors are really vibrant and the the design of it's really really cool it's very well executed with the artwork that it's inspired by and it even comes in a nice box that has the poster art like on the inside of the box lid mm. it's and it's it, for one of the releases, because usually with a lot of Pelican releases, don't get a lot of sales right up front because mm -hmm. of the pricing discrepancy and tend to see a lot of sales when the items goes on closeout. 
when right. the extra discounts can be offered and the pricing becomes more much more manageable. Mm-hmm. But this Glosso Cambone, I think this might be part of the reason is that you know, I'm looking at like Apple Boom's website and they sell it for like 516 euro uh, for this uh, 600 Glosso well, You got to look at it. You got to look at it in U.S. dollars, right? So I'm looking at, I'm comparing it right now between Gold Spot and Iguana Cell, and Iguana yeah, Cell so has this for 632 U.S. dollars, and Gold Spot also has it for 632 dollars. Yeah, so, so they're I'm looking they're at the right I gotta, on the I got to switch my currency. Hold on one second. So I'm switching my currency to see what they what they listed at for U.S. dollars here. Um, yeah, so so like the website price for us is 632 street price and oh and then i got bumped out here sorry just bear with me a second because i had to switch mm-hmm. the currency uh let's see it is taking a long time just to load anything on here well, let me look so wait, apple 562.35 so yeah still about a 60 dollar discrepancy but Ooh. like not a tremendous yeah, that's still that's amount 60, that it usually I'm sorry. is. Sixty dollars is still is still enough, right? So uh, that's it's, that's it's a, still enough that's to make you think for sure. Yeah, yeah, especially especially since Apple Boom used he also just you know he has stores in the U.S. So uh, not anymore. No, I didn't the, know that. What the, happened? The uh, Bromfield uh, closed just recently in the last couple weeks. Why? They announced that it was closed. Oh. That I don't know. Just oh, decided to close it, so no, no more. Oh, that sucks. U.S. outlet here. Oh, that sucks balls. Sorry to so. hear that. Sorry, Oost. I think you're the man. So anyway, but at least between Iguana Cell, the the pricing is still the same between Goldspot mm-hmm. and Iguana Cell. So I'm wondering how that came about. Did that come about because of the you know, hard work, if any, by our good friend Gary Lang at Chart Pack, who has been ghosting me, which he shouldn't if he's if he's making a dent, which he clearly has. I mean, I'm guessing he did because I'm looking at the pricing. Iguana Cell used to be hundreds of dollars less than Gold Spot, and now it's mm-hmm. the same, especially for the Glaco Cambone, whatever you want to call this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly either. So. I'm definitely not pronouncing it correctly, yeah. dude. So but, don't worry about it. I can't. Yeah, something English definitely to check out though, because that it is a limited edition, and I, I it's been a very very good response so far. Mm. People are buying. I, I'm looking at it, and it's not it's not my thing. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, it it looks like eight bit art. Right, so like it, it looks like something that's it's, like it's so much more impressive when you see it in person, though. Okay, you know what though, and then that's where digital media fails us because I'm looking yeah. at this and it definitely looks like the background flames in like an old school eight bit video game. Mm-hmm. Like I see in the where background you're, where you're and stuff. coming from with that because it's it's like it's. Yeah, because it looks like it's particles because of this the guilloche. It, it it looks so so much cooler in person. Just like the oh. just like if you see pictures of the Waldman Tango online, mm-hmm. and you're just like, okay, you yeah. look at it and you see it in person. You turn the light, you're like, oh shit, this is something else. <laughs> you know what really tickles my fancy when it comes to Ooh. the Pelicans is the Pelican Souverain. Mm-hmm. M600 fountain pen in tortoiseshell and red with gold trim. Nice. 
That I really nice love one. the look of that one. The tortoise, like pelican and tortoise shell, are like they're they're together. They're kismet. Like it's just like they just do it so well. I love the way this one looks. This one is just so gorgeous. But the thing is, though, another again, this fucking pen is six hundred and forty friggin' dollars, man. Yeah, it's just it's just a lot, right? So I can't carat nib. The piston mechanisms on the six hundred are not. They're not brass like the eight hundreds are, so you know it's it it for for the level of pen that you're getting, it really shouldn't be that expensive. But then again, it's yeah. kind of like well, it's Pelican, but yeah, yeah I get I, that. I get it. I get that. But I gotta tell you though, I love the six hundred, the tortoise shell red. Like I've been wanting that for a long time, but it's just not something. It's it's just expensive. You know yeah, I, mean? I would hold out for the next time they do a tortoise shell brown and something because anytime no, they do tortoise the red. shell brown, that red just red. brings back nostalgia for me, right? Because when I was a kid, I think one of the first candies that my dad had, like, given me when I was a kid, was mm -hmm. hot tamales. Hot wow. tamales is and was. I don't eat candy anymore. I don't eat sugar because of keto, but that was one of my favorite candies ever. Hot tamales and, was one of those candies I would always just look to trade for and not trade, you know, trade away. I would not really? want hot tamales. No. Really, I love the hot tamales. I'm not they're, into, they're, like, I want cinnamon. my candy to be sweet and, like, not spicy at all. Mm. Or, like, not cinnamony. I don't like the, when you throw the overwhelming, like, hot cinnamon at me. Mm. No. I, you know, I always wondered, I'm looking at the Goldspot website, it says add gift wrap $4.50, so you charge $4.50 to gift wrap it? I personally do not charge anything to gift wrap. This The Goldspot yeah. website charges you the $4.50, yeah. and I don't, I wouldn't gift wrap, because I'm terrible at gift wrapping, mm -hmm. I am not a good, I'm not good for that at all, like any gifts that, that come from me, you could tell that they're gift wrapped by me, because they just kind of look like I just took the gift wrap and just smushed it together with whatever was mm -hmm. packaged inside. So mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah, it's for it's four fifty to get something gift wrapped, but gift wrapped nicely by somebody else in gold spot. By so. somebody who can by not yeah. you. That yes. makes it worth four fifty. If it, if you told me it was you, I'm like, no no no, you should be giving them four fifty. Yeah. Four dollars and fifty cents <laughs> because you gift wrapped it. You know? Mm. I would not so, pay four dollars and fifty cents for my own gift wrapping, no. Right. Right. I'm so lazy. I would be the one who spends the four dollars and fifty cents just to have a gift wrap. Some people do, and then also at the same time, you could put a little note on it, and mm -hmm. that might be something I could help with. I could well, do that. That that like a little. Would, if you, yeah, if you wrote yeah. out the card with your amazing flex nib writing, then then I I would be like, yeah, definitely write the card. I want you to say, you know, dear Bob, happy birthday. I want you to write that down for me because mm -hmm. I mean. I can write it myself, but I'd rather it be your handwriting and say I did it as opposed to do it myself and say I did it because your handwriting is way better than mine. So the person gets in and is like, oh, what, what, what pen and what ink did you use? It's like, uh, I, I don't know. Let me, let me call Tom up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could, I could always just, I could always just make it up, right? How would they know mm -hmm. if I'm telling, telling the truth or not? I mean, I wouldn't lie to them that's, about um, that. That's I honestly flexed with Lamy Blue. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't I, I actually that. take credit for your fine handwriting because it's so your handwriting is so distinctive that I think if I gave a gift that was written by you to someone who's a pen person, they'll know because they've seen your handwriting on Instagram so much that they would know. But 
they would also recognize mine and they know my limitations and stuff like that. So I think that this Pelican Souverain M600 fountain pen and tortoiseshell red and gold trim is gorgeous. I, if, uh, you know, that is my next pen purchase. If I purchase another pen or if somebody were to purchase it for me for my past, my birthday that just passed, <clears throat> someone who has a, you know, a connection to these things, you mm. know, so and you know oh, it I'm, looks like that there's only one fine point left <gasps> yeah it's like at uh, least the the fine point's the only one that's left oh no yeah hmm. i mean i don't know you know just make, <laughs> it makes me wonder about you know who who my friends really are and stuff like that so, <laughs> i mean you know but so what's going on with what's going on with uh cross pens i mean i always see them on websites and stuff like that i don't think they ever come out with anything new or something that's really connected to the fountain pen industry or yeah. rather fountain pen enthusiasts right i'm I'm not too in the loop with the cross stuff uh, yeah me neither so much, i i feel no. like it's not one of those brands that really resonates with people right so like yeah. it's a cool pe it's a cool brand because you know as much as they're not like a fountain pen brand like pelican or or Esterbrook, you know, Conklin, names that fountain pen people definitely know. It, it may not be that, but it's always one that can be used as a gateway to get people into actual fountain pens, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever somebody's like, oh, I want to try a fountain pen. Look what I just bought. I bought a cross pen. Inside, I'm like, well, that sucks for you. But you know what? <laughs> it's better than not having a fountain pen, right? Yeah. yeah so, I think it, it has a lot of name recognition just kind of like parker and schaefer do and mm -hmm. i think though over the years especially i think since the pandemic that they just haven't really been able to establish a consistency with their even with like their core products i think it was it's been very difficult to get their supply running again ever since mm -hmm. that whole interruption with everything back then yeah, there's there's been some. Well, I mean, they used to also make Schaefer pens. If you're familiar with that arrangement, they, yeah. they bought Schaefer a while back. They were they were making Schaefer, or they were distributing Schaefer and Cross pens, and then they sold Schaefer, which is now being uh, made by, uh, it was bought by William Penn in India, mm -hmm. and so now so now, but they're using the same factories they used to use, which there's some I think in Slovenia and stuff like that. But they're they're they sold the Schaefer part of the business and now they still have cross, which cross are made. There's a factory that they have in, in China for it. Um, but they're still not at full strength of what they used to be. They do mm. a lot more, I think in terms of their office supply, low budget type of pens where it's a lot of just, just stuff that you would kind of see. I mean, I've seen them at like, let's say Staples or at Costco before like big box stores they they haven't done so much in the recent memory as far as like a really nice fountain pen in their Townsend or Peerless, which mm -hmm. are kind of like their top end fountain pens. And if they introduce new fountain pens, it tends to be in their low end, like Bailey and Beverly lines. It's really not anything like super exciting, at least from a pen collector or a pen enthusiast standpoint. Yeah. Yo, so... I'm sorry to change the subject, but as you were talking, I was just scrolling on the Goldspot website because I, I realize I don't spend enough time on this. And at the bottom right of the page, there's like a rewards thing. Yes. You you guys have a fucking rewards program? 
What's that? Oh about? yes, since um, so we started. I think it back in early twenty twenty two. So so yeah so so it's a it's I mean it's basically a lot of people do rewards pro- programs now. A lot of uh, you know small business type of websites have a rewards program. Uh, which is basically you earn one point for every dollar that you spend, and sometimes there's opportunities to earn multiply, like you know two points for every dollar spent. Like there's some weekends that sales are run like that, and then you can redeem them for either gift cards, which can be spent on anything on the website, or you could redeem them for your own personal discount code, which would then give you X amount of discount based on how many points that you uh, redeem. So it could be up to as as lucrative as 20% off. So if you could imagine on things that you can't get a discount on with any discount code, being able to get your own personal discount and then being able to apply it on anything on oh, the website. Wow. That's awesome. With exclusion of gift cards, because then you can't, you know, that would right. just right. cost That's too important. much of the... Well, listen, yeah. I want to fucking do something with that because I have this affiliate link. Can we offer like, you know... 1.5 uh, reward that, points. Yeah, that that technically speaking, I don't think that that'd be possible to offer it differently because when the redemption or the when the earn rate changes, it has to change for like everybody. You know, oh. like it's it's basically like it's basically like the setting in it has to be changed from how many points per dollar spent has to be applied to like everybody. It can't be changed mm. per I'll I'll try to figure out something though. Maybe I could right, do something. Right, because I wanna. I would like to do something to. Because if people are using my affiliate link, the only reason they're using the affiliate link is to to help out me, right? And what am I doing for them? Nothing. But if by using that, maybe they get something a little bit better than they normally would, then that'll, you know, give them give them a reason to use the affiliate link more, and it'll also help them, you know, help them out. And yeah, maybe if. Use- it might be possible to make it so that if they use the affiliate link, maybe they get like a bonus when they place the order, like a like a fifty point bonus. I don't I don't know. Like I have to I have to see technically how that could be achieved using the um, the uh, reward system. That would be cool because so. that would be beneficial for me and it'd be beneficial for them. I didn't even know yeah, you had cool. a a fucking rewards point program. I have a rewards point program with my coffee shop the gray yeah i do yeah. too with yeah. uh Rook, so, yeah and, and then like every once in a while you're you you know coffee is free and stuff there's it's also just another nice place. it's yeah it, it's nice just to every once in a while you go into it and you're ordering something you're like oh i could get Shit. this for free today yeah bonus nice oh by the way i wanted to talk about something else you mentioned with the pelican you talked about the piston mechanism and how amazing their piston mechanism is and Ooh, i totally so agree good. with that yes you know who else? Aurora. Their their Optimas. They have yeah. fantastic piston mechanisms. Amazing, amazing balls. I piston me- mechanisms. will agree with you there. Yes, very. So good if the mechanism. Aurora piston mechanism had to fight the Pelican piston mechanism, the Aurora Optima had to fight the Pelican M800 piston mechanism. Who would win? I would still think Pelican does. Really? Yes. Hmm. I Why? still feel that Pelican's mechanism would 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 win out. Um, you think so? W- I had an Optima for a while, and mm-hmm. really the only thing I could I could remember that I could then say as a point of comparison to the Pelican, like, because the fact that it had an ink window, and I would see it happen, is that ink would 
like stain or get behind the piston seal. So oh, never, that, yeah, I would always crazy. see that it would never get fully clean with whatever yes. ink that I put in it. I just have yes. to be like, you know what? I just have to like let it go and be like, whatever ink I'm going to put in there, there's not enough residual ink residue that's in the pen currently to then change the color. It's just going yes. to overwhelm it. I will be fine with this. So <laughs> yeah, but I would see it there. And that's the reason why I would just give Pelican the nod because I have never had that Fair issue. Enough. Fair enough. Me Pelican too. Before. Yeah, me so. too. Me too. Now that you said that, yeah, totally, definitely. Yeah. But okay, so listen, I think we covered a, a lot of stuff. I think it's time to wrap it up. I want to thank everybody for joining us for episode number 184. And I want to know what you guys think about the Karis Pen Company Model K. No, Model Ink. Do you guys have mm -hmm. it? What do you think of it? Which ones do you have? I know that they make them out of aluminum. I know they do them out of stainless steel, brass, <laughs> copper, and stuff like that. Which one would you go for? Yeah. Which one would you go for? I, I like that they, the, they make them here in the U.S. I like that they machine it. They're hard workers. They got big beards. I, I can't look. This is like a week right here, but whatever. Like Tom, I envy you. Anyway, tell me what you think of the Karis pens. What pelican tickles your fancy i would like to know and also who do you think would win in the fight the aurora optima piston mechanism or the pelican 800 piston mechanism we got to work on getting gary lang back on so we can talk about the pricing disparity and how he's handled it and all that stuff if he's handled it or how things have improved how did they get to be improved and also, I'm looking forward to talking to my buddy Lyman Good uh, when he has time to be on the show. He said we're going to schedule something. I also have a good friend of mine. His name is Aaron Loman. He does the same thing. He is Big Fat Loser on Instagram. And he also went through a very tough time, got through it. And he does the same type of thing that Lyman is trying to do right now. Aaron Loman is Big Fat Loser. No, Huge Fat Loser. Huge Fat Loser on Instagram. Check them out. And... If you know anybody that has mental health problems or is hiding it, or if you're hiding mental health problems, reach out to me. I'll set you up with someone that can help you. But reach out to me. If not me, reach out to somebody. Don't do this alone. You don't have to. People are there for you, starting with me. Okay? I can set you up with resources, people that you can talk to, even if it's me. Probably not the best choice. I'll, I'll just talk about <laughs> zombie apocalypses. But... <laughs> I can direct you in the right way if you need help, but don't make ultimate decisions. Just small steps. The first step is talking to somebody. Please make sure you do that. Okay. That's all I got for you guys. I love you guys. Be well, be safe. Stay inky.